What it do, baby? Swaggy Kel here with another episode of Colorful Commentary, episode 36. We're back, and of course, I am joined by the one and only Xbox hater, Quavos. How you doing, sir? You're... I'm good, bro. How are you? Thanks for joining me today. Uh, no Avilus. He he flaked once again, and Sock is nowhere to be found. Still on returning to leave. He'll be back soon, <laughs> whenever he decides that he can handle podcasting and be the dad. Um, anyways, uh, what's going on with you, sir? Not much, you know, we're all in quarantine. We're all still on pause. So, you know, mm. just been stuck home and it sucks. I've been, I've been, since I'm, I'm out and I have to go downtown to go to work and whatever, I, uh, I get triggered still because of like the carelessness of certain individuals, our fellow New Yorkans who... Uh, don't give a shit about the, the, the protocol. Like, yeah, like there's people walking around without a mask. And you got certain individuals feeling thinking that this is all set up by the government so that we can live this way, which could be true or not. But, like, put a fucking mask on. If you're going outside, you know, and then, I don't know if you saw on the news, there was, like, people uh, going to the local bars in downtown by the Upper East Side or whatever the case Yeah. Around the area. And they will get in their drinks because they're giving drinks in containers, plastic containers, and they were just hanging out on the, on the fucking, on the curb, on the curb. Like, what are you doing? Like, little things like that piss me the fuck off because when I'm home, I'm home, man. I don't, I'm not going out to hang out. So it's like, it's getting annoying seeing all that dumb shit. You want to talk um, about how dangerous our neighborhood was this past week when the temperature hit 85 degrees and we had a whole fucking riot right behind us? I don't know if it was a riot. Well, not a riot, but like, like a huge gathering right by Doves. Where at? Um, so behind Doves where they used to drag race, it showed up on okay. my it showed up on my citizen app that like a bunch of cops were called because it was fucking packed. It was like Dominican Day oh. Festival back there. Few, no way. Yeah. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, a few days ago when it hit eighty five, whatever, when the temperature really yeah, spiked. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was all it was on the I saw it on the citizen app and it was like mad people behind dubs right by the baseball field and shit. And I was like, Oh my god. Just chilling outside Amazon. Yeah, like there was mad cops called to go over there and shit. Well I didn't go out. Well yeah, I, I saw that the government I mean the governor of New York said that uh, you know, told people to call three eleven, three one one. If you see a bunch of people gathering and just that, because yo, bro, we're trying to come, we're trying to go back to some type of norm- normalcy. But if you motherfuckers are just running out there to uh, to just fucking chill out there with no fucks given, that shit is like annoying, man. Like we don't got time for that shit. Um, anyways, um, but I did hear about the shootout. Did you hear about the shootout? No, when o- up here in the heights? Yeah, on Friday. No, that day that it was like eighty something. It was like some dude got shot. It's like yo. Playing two o'clock in the afternoon, somebody getting shot. On you what know. block? Like right up the block from me. Oh shit! No, I did not hear about that. The good thing that happened this week, uh, I was, uh, you know, I've been looking like shit because I haven't had a hair. I didn't have not been to the barber. I have not shaved. Have not touched anything, uh, and since I went to the barber, the barber last at, in March, right before quarantine, and then uh, I saw some one of the local. Hoodlums, and he sees me. He's like, "Yo, did this guy have? He hasn't called you the barber. He's been cutting hair all these weeks." I'm like, "What? <laughs> you gotta be fucking kidding me, man!" So I called my barber, and uh, like literally, I called out Friday because I have my kids here too. So I called out Friday. I went to get a haircut, and it felt like, oh my god, dude, it felt so good. I literally saw the transformation from a bum 
to the to it was like bum bum swaggy to swaggy cows like that's why it was so good um to get a haircut uh, have you gotten a haircut or you've been doing it yourself? no um I, i've gotten one haircut and one shape up since quarantine started my barber oh he hits me up every week saying yo i'm gonna be there this day from this time to that time pick a slot and just come with a mask or whatever and if you want to bring your own you know clippers i'll use your clippers and i'll cut your hair whatever if you don't mind me using mine like it's all good and well, yeah I, I should that. have been asking because i was i wasn't inquiring i was just like whatever like I, I didn't see him like post anything but he told me that he lost his phone and that's why he didn't call me like yo i've been cutting hair or whatever so yeah was, i fucked yeah, up though felt, it, i fucked mm-hmm. up real bad because my barber hit me up on saturday to go over and i was like nah and now it's the day before my birthday, and I'm gonna look like a fucking bum. Oh shit! I literally <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> like that's tomorrow, like, right? Tomorrow's my Holy big crap. thirty, and I'm gonna look like a big thirty-year-old homeless man. <laughs> like I'm fucked. That's right. Oh my god, I forgot that. That that's tomorrow. Yeah. Well, happy uh, early birthday to you, sir. Thank you, sir. For sure, thirty years is a lot. Hopefully, would I wish it would have been uh, under different circumstances. Well, there was that uh, big party I was planning, but we'll have to save that for yeah. the summer or something. Well, yeah, but happy birthday to you. I hope you get your dick sucked or something by Caroline. Whoops. Anyways. You're going to have to cut um, that out because we totally broke up a week ago. Oh, whatever. <laughs> this is like on and off for you guys. You know what? Let's get into some games. Let's get off of me bitching and whining. Uh, and right away, I got to talk about, I'm going first. I've been playing a lot of like board games, but, you know, Xbox and whatever. Hold on. Let me get my pillow. My back is hurting. I need to get, I need to. So I remember, I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast, but I didn't order a fucking game chair, but I ended up canceling it because it wasn't the the Titan series. I was trying to get the Secret Lab bullshit. Yeah. I ordered the Omega series, so I canceled it. Uh, and I've been looking at the DX Racer. That's like 200 bucks or whatever. And the Titan series is not available? No, it is, but it's coming like the be- the earliest I can get it is like, uh june 1st or like uh all the color that i want because i did want to get the batman one because that should look pretty dope uh i just need to like order it uh but unfortunately they had to drop like 200 dollars uh to fix my iphone and i will say this i hate iphone <laughs> i hate iphone i always have a problem with I, uh, iphone i think the reason and this is it has nothing to do with games i i think that was uh i'm gonna edit that out we're, we're still talking bullshit here um I, Fucking Apple, yo, they put out these products and I think they do f- false advertisement as far as, I don't know if they ever said the iPhone is like um, water resistant or waterproof. There's like two different, th- those means two different things. Yeah. Like I think, I think water resistant is like you can literally like go underwater and take photos with it or whatever the fuck. I think waterproof is like, oh, you know, you know, some water might drop on it, but the min- the minute this iPhone. No, it, it's vice versa. Uh, Water resistant okay, is okay. like if you're outside and it's raining, it's not gonna fuck up your phone. But if you go like into a pool, you're fucked. Whereas waterproofing, but there's but there's levels to it. You gotta look at like sure, sure, sure. the level of waterproofing and shit. Because some yeah, phones yeah. is like you can it could fall into like the sink and be okay. Yeah. But then like yeah. if you go into a pool, nah, you're fucked. <laughs> what I think, what I think is like. The first incident that you have with water, and I just like a quick, like you said, it drops into the sink and you pick it right back up. I think your iPhone will be fine. But if it's like what happened to me in Baltimore, it was like raining, drenching of water, rain, whatever. My phone got soaked, and then my my face ID never worked ever since or whatever. 
Um, but recently I've been just dropping it. It falls and whatever because the back of it is very slip. It's like slick, so it's slippery and it falls. And then eventually the side of the screen had like you know how my MacBook is like in the middle it has like the the screen is messed up. I happened to my phone, but on the side, so I'm like, whatever is cool. But then on Saturday, like the bottom part of my screen, I couldn't use the touch screen. It was difficult for me to text. So I'm gonna have to get this phone fixed because I don't want to upgrade uh, to the new phone to the iPhone 11 because I just want to wait till the released one, the released the new one in September. But I, if it wasn't for iOS and me being loyal to use iOS, because I don't care about video games or playing video games. I know you can hack shit with uh, with Android system, whatever you call it. Uh, I think it is Android. Uh, if it wasn't for iOS, I wouldn't have no problem not getting an iPhone because it's just ridiculous. You like, might actually like the Androids. OS system of today, anything past 10, because it's very iPhone-ish. Like, I, mm. I hate my new phone, dude. And, well, I don't hate my phone. My phone is perfect for what I like to do with phones. But the new Android's OS system is such a fucking ripoff of iOS. Like, I have to right. swipe for everything now, and it's fucking annoying me. Oh, that's annoying. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I can't stand that. Like, I used to have... So, so, like, arrows at the bottom of the screen to navigate. Now I have to swipe, and, yeah. like... I fucking hate this shit. <laughs> yeah, like, I couldn't swipe because the bottom part of the phone was not working at all. So I'm like, oh, no, I cannot be with this phone like this. So I, but now to repair iPhone is ridiculously expensive. Uh, even, uh, I went near locally and I got it fixed because I needed to. Because, like I said, I don't want to upgrade until uh, they release a new iPhone. Which, unfortunately, I'm going to get it. But hopefully they, they fucking... It better be out of this world because I'm I, I don't have a problem with Galaxy phones. I think they're pretty good. I've seen a couple of them and the photo photo quality of them is pretty badass. Um, but I just don't. I remember when I got some that phone that had TV. I don't know what you call that phone. Uh, way, way back, back in, in the 20, day. Yeah, the way HTC back in 2010. Yeah, I remember. I got, got that, that phone. You had that phone for like 24 hours. <laughs> my nigga, yeah, exactly. <laughs> for 24 hours, and in my heart, and in my soul, I knew I wanted an iPhone. That's the only reason I gave it back because I was not happy. It was like it was like I had like a year without a phone, and I get finally get this HTC phone, whatever, because I couldn't get it on Sprint to get the iPhone at that time. Sprint was the only one that had iPhone, I believe, or Verizon. Whatever the fuck. No, it no, it was AT and T. It was AT and T at the time. Yeah, it was exclusive. Like these motherfuckers started the whole exclusive shit. Yeah. So I'm like, oh fuck it, I just go to Spring and get the H and the HTC phone. I'm like, uh, yeah, this is not gonna do it for me. And I went back and gave it back to the dude. He's like, yo, you're like the first person I've seen is getting the phone back. I'm like, or like it's rare. I'm like, yeah, I want the iPhone. I'm sorry. But honestly, the iPhone is now the end all be all. The, they get fucked up, and it's like they charge an arm and a leg if you don't have the Apple Care. So I will like get the entire package this time. I'll get the new phone, but with Apple Care, even though it's you know it's like seventy five bucks, but it covers it for two years. And you cannot be with an iPhone without that, unless you're very careful. Uh, careful with your. You can't be like phone. that with anything you get, bro. Like even if I get a, even my laptop, I bought it. And I was like, put insurance on that shit, please. Like. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> you have to, because you never know. Anything can happen. But yes, let's talk about video games. Uh, so um, I was gonna say I've been playing those board games. Uh, uh, I I played Monopoly. I think I I talked about how I won Monopoly the other day. Yeah. Or, I, or did, on the podcast, I don't know if I did. So we ran a six man Monopoly match. It's between the guys. We got we had the groom man, the piece of shit. Then we had George. We had Alex, aka Acox. Um, and then we had uh Lavar and Love Flash. Yo, Love Flash hates losing to me. <laughs> like you remember how I told you 
like yo why do like you told me like monopoly can get really nasty people do you dirty and then they try to oversell the property to you oh yeah bro if, yeah especially every every trying to complete the set and all that bullshit so the first monopoly match we had i actually won by just having boardwalk and the other one that's next to it the two blue ones the two dark blue ones at the end of the oh broadway and park ave yeah i had both of them and that's how i won uh which is i heard it's kind of risky to win like that um uh, but this time i had all the cheap ones like the first properties you can buy yeah i uh i managed to land on both browns i believe and then i had the light i had two light blues right so fluff flash had the other light blue so he does it i i'm like yo let's do a deal i send him an offer a very generous offer he counters what a ridiculous overpriced like wallet offer like that already tells me you you don't want to sell shit to me you're not trying to like let me collect the three things so i'm like i get i'm obviously i'm gonna get salty because if you're just not gonna give me an offer just don't even do it at all don't give me a ridiculous offer so the game goes on and he, he's still holding on to that piece because he knows i need it so then he makes a deal with uh i think one of the guys and he's oh with george for like uh one of the orange pieces or whatever and he's like, oh, you see, this person didn't overcharge. Is a fair deal? He knows how to do a deal. I'm like, motherfucker, you just fucking try to, like, OD on me with this offer for me just to acquire the light bulb, please, right? So you're contradicting yourself. <coughs> that, to me, just shows me you don't want me to win. So I'm, I'm taking it personal. I'm like, I, I have to win this now. <laughs> I have to win this. I'm going to get personal. You know how I am. Yeah, like, like, yeah. I, I'm going to get petty. I'm going to go. I'm going to get after it. So eventually i ended up um collecting i ended up doing a deal with i think it was him i had to give him like an extra like 350 or four four hundred dollars plus a property i had to give to him to give it to me because he's being a bitch so i'm like you know what i literally told him you're gonna be the first one that fucking bankrupts just like that he's like oh we'll see about it because he's, he acts like he knows how to play monopoly and Granted, I have not played Monopoly in years. Like, so I kind of forgot. I don't know the, the ins or out. What's the best property to get or whatever. Yeah. So, yo, it was a three-hour match. Three-hour <laughs> fucking Monopoly match for no reason. All because these dudes refused to lose. Uh, I think uh, Alex was the first one to get bankrupt. And then Matthew or whatever. Whoever was followed suit. And I just started collecting people's money. They kept landing on the light blue piece that I overpaid for. At one point, I had like $4,000 on me. Like, you know, uh, Monopoly money. Yeah. So, they were pissed. Like, it, at one point, look, I was going to be the first one to get the fuck out. Because I was like, I built houses right away. And and I think you got to control that sometimes. You can't just OD on it at the beginning. Because then you're going to be broke when you land on other people's spots. So, I fucking... Um, I, I started gaining money, so, so then this guy gets tight because he wants me to lose. Because he's the type of dude that he talks shit. He's the type of dude that if you play NBA 2K, 2K, he'll talk shit because you're shooting threes. <laughs> I remember you talking about that. I do remember what you mentioning fuck? that. It's a part of the game. What you mean? I'm mean, oh, you you make you just keep shooting threes. That shit is that shit. Why? Like, like yo, shut up. His mindset is ridiculous. So, anyways, the point was, I ended up whipping everybody's ass that round. I ended up owning most of the properties. Uh, and then I'm like, I'm done. I'm not playing this game again because people are bailing each other out. Like, yo, we were calling it the stimulus package. Like, <laughs> waiting. Whenever they had to pay me, they were like, oh, I need a stimulus package, a package from somebody. And then that guess they figured out that you can mortgage shit out and uh, all that nonsense. I'm like, I'm never playing this game. I already proved my point. I won two games. I have not lost. So fuck Monopoly. Monopoly is very toxic. It is. Uh, it's a how, very toxic how, game. How, how, 
how has been your experience with Monopoly? So I've only, I only played it that one time with my fam. And like I said, we all just jumped onto Friday the 13th and we haven't stopped since then. Okay. And yeah, but no, um, my brother, like he legit fucked me over on a deal. And some way, somehow I came back and won the game. But my strategy was, was every time I landed on something that was available, I would auction, I would go to the auction house to buy it that way. Because yeah. I had so much money that I could afford to overpay for everything as long as I was bankrupting everyone else. You know? <laughs> so you were you were using the auction method. Okay. Yeah, I was just auctioning my ass off because nobody had enough money to compete with me. So I was like, I'm going to buy everything. Fuck you. <laughs> and that was it. Mm. Yeah, so that was Monopoly. Uh, what else did I play? I've been playing a lot of fucking Search and Destroy. Do you? Did I ever play Search and Destroy with you? When we played Modern Warfare, the the PS3 versions, yeah, we did. You and I, we were very, yeah. we were very good as a team, and like we, we were annoying. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. we will talk so definitely yo definitely. we will go yeah. into matches whoop everyone's ass and talk mad shit from the lobby like from the moment we're in the lobby we were just fucking mm-hmm. and the good thing was we back so that out. still goes on bro but yeah. yo call of duty community is so fucking racist it's disgustingly racist oh same thing with friday the 13th it's bad yo it's like the it's like right away the n-word why why is that a thing why is that still a thing in 2020 why does the minute you hear somebody talk, you just have to go to the N-word right away? It's it's annoying because I feel like if you were in my face or anybody, you would not be saying that shit. No. Or maybe you would say it or, and you'll get your ass whooped. No, they wouldn't. It just, and it's weird because in my experience with Friday the 13th so far, it's like everyone I play with is like 18 or younger. Which is fucking weird. So like I'm here playing with like these eighth graders or like these fucking fifth graders and they're cursing up a storm, saying the F word, not fuck. I'm talking about the other F word, the N word. They're saying all this shit. And I'm like, yo, is your mom not walking by and hearing the words coming out of your mouth, bro? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, uh, let me ask you about um, some announcements we saw. Last week in the gaming industry, and number one, you were a fan of this series. I wasn't, because I wasn't really good at it. Uh, Tony Hawk, Pro Skater, 1 and 2 would be, once again, released with 4K uh, graphics, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I think this is Uh, built from the ground up, though, which is good. Um, But they they released HD shit the other day, didn't they? They released a remake of Part 1, like a remaster of Part 1 that had levels from Part 2. Right before they released Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5. Like, I mean, like, a, a year or so. There was also a remake. And that, and that shit one. bombed, right? What happened? That shit bombed, right? The uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5 did bad. I don't remember how the remaster did. But there was also a remaster for PS2 that by then we were just so fed up with Tony Hawk. Because, you know, we fiend the shit out of Part 1, 2, and 3. And I don't even think I played Part 4. I think by the time Part 4 came out, I was like, bro, like, it's the same shit. Like... You know, <laughs> I don't know. It was I think honestly with the skating games, I think they had their glory years when it initially came out. They were bad. They were awesome. Yeah, because I back remember, then the X Games was was hot. Like we we would watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, and then they lost this luster. You know, it wasn't it wasn't good. Like people were like, this is the same bullshit. I do remember playing Tony Hawk Underground. I believe that's what it was called. Um, I had it for the Xbox. That's the uh, one where Xbox. that's the one where you could get off the skateboard and walk, right? I think so. I don't know. I don't fucking remember. But I do remember having that, or either borrowing it from um, Brian at the time. I don't recall. 
but I know I had it now and I and I played it, but I was never really a big fucking nerd. Cause I remember during that when that when those games came out, they were the finger skate skateboards. Oh my god, we brought oh man, our friend Brian no used to fiend that, that shit, bro. And I could never do tricks with that shit. I'm like, I just like illiterate with all that dumb shit when it came to skateboarding. I even tried skateboarding when that was a uh, again like that shit was fire. There was this this years like from the. 1998 to I want to say 2005 skateboarding was fucking the shit. Yeah, man. Uh, Especially never, in our neighborhood, I, that shit was dope. Yeah, every kid had a skateboard when we were like teenagers, and I was like, it wasn't my thing. I'm sorry, it was never my thing. Um, but anyway, so how do you feel about that? Releasing that game. The one thing that I like was I saw the soundtrack, and they managed to get back some of the old tracks from the original games, and I was like, oh, that's yeah. dope because I remember when Crazy Taxi got, re- yeah, well, I was got about re-released to there was no offspring and no bad religion and they wouldn't even name the kfc kfc they just called it the fried chicken spot and so i was like this sucks wow. like this this is not fun okay yeah <laughs> yeah Nah, i was in a group because the minute you say soundtrack immediately if it had nothing to do with tony hawk I, I just i just in my head all i hear is yeah 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 that's all i hear yeah, exactly that's all you I hear. imagine playing crazy taxi you don't hear that shit bro like that's fucking weird <laughs> Nah, I can't play it. Uh, and, and Crazy Taxi, I was I like Crazy Taxi. I remember I had two, but I was never like great at it. But I, I remember I had two, and that was like a really good game. Yeah. And I think another game they need to fucking oh I keep seeing on their internet that that people are asking for a remaster is Jet Set Radio. Yeah. Um. The last time they did something with it, I don't know if it came out first on PS Vita or PS3. But it was around that time period. They did re-release it and remaster it. But people keep asking for the remaster. I'm like, yo, why don't you just build a sequel from the ground up, like, really cheaply? Like, it doesn't have to be a big-ass AAA $60 game. You can make, like, a cool $20, $30. I mean, it's a cell-shaded game, so it doesn't really cost much because you don't have to put all this cutting-edge technology into it. You know, you can make a really nice cell-shaded game that runs at 60 frames, for a fraction of the budget and you can and just see what happens because it's gonna sell you know not it's not gonna sell that much but you don't have to make it cost so much where it won't be profitable but i, I wasn't crazy about jet grind i was i really loved that game that game was fucking amazing i don't it was just i think it was one of the first games that i got for the dreamcast when evilist uh had a girl by him in dreamcast back in his <laughs> heyday i think that was pretty awesome I tried um, to get into yeah. it, bro. I, I just couldn't. Every time I tried to play it, it was like, nah, it's not doing it for me. Okay, yeah. No, nah, it was pretty dope. Um, what else? Uh, so I saw that um, there was a big trailer last year, uh, last week. Uh, what's what's it called? The Sony? Gosa uh, Tsushima. Yeah, but what is their show called when they do that? A State of uh, Play. State of Play. State of, state of Play. And they had goats of blah, blah, blah. And what do you... Tell me about it. I watch it. I am going to get the game. Uh, because I liked what I yeah. saw. Mm. I'm not. What did you see? Gameplay, actually. We actually saw gameplay, bro. It was the first time in forever. Yeah, actually, we saw gameplay. gameplay. Jesus Yo, bro, like 18 minutes straight and like different things. Um, so I'm a little confused. I have I I didn't look it up before the show, but I should have looked it up because I was under the impression that this game was not gonna have fast travel or like. I don't know fast travel or a mini map, but basically there's no waypoint in this game. You got to like channel your inner samurai and like follow the wind to know where you're going, which is cool. It works well. You're not you're not really going to be 
lost. So you're telling me I have to listen to the wind to find no, my the, way? No, the, the, the wind will blow in the direction you got to go. And, oh, and so, motherfucker. So there's no arrow pointing you there, but, but it's easy to follow because when the wind blows, you know, there's like flowers and blossoms blowing so you know exactly where to go so as to not break immersion. There's very little of a HUD in the game. Like, yep. so, like, the game, this game is really about the atmosphere and the immersion, like, really not breaking. Because, like, when you're going places, rather than popping up on the map as, like, a icon or something, like, a bird or a fox will run alongside you. And so, you'll know, oh, let me follow this fox or this bird because it's going to lead me to, like, a shrine for fast travel or, like, a mission, etc., etc. That was cool. Um, I heard the open world reminded, uh, well, Evil is so maybe reminded him of uh, Breath of the Wild. Like that, that, that that's already gonna sell it for me. Yeah, it's it's very open and that, and ice and like like you're alone. It feels like you're alone, like in Breath of the Wild, but it still feels alive. Um, yep. I don't know at what point because oh, this takes place during a real thing that happened, but it's a fictional story, like obviously, but. It takes place during the first Mongol invasion of Japan, but I don't know if it's in the middle of it after like Japan's basically been decimated by the Mongols or like right at the outset of it, right at the beginning. But the world, they didn't really show much of the world. They didn't really show like none of the big towns. They just showed like nice chunks. So it felt isolated. There was some parkour, which is good because Sucker Punch, they made infamous. So, you know, they have a, they, they know how to do parkour in their games. There's no... There's no morale system like an in infamous, but there are two different play styles. Like you could be more of a samurai or you could be more of a like a stealth ninja and whatnot. But there's no morale yeah. system from what we've seen. The combat looks very methodical, not hack and slashy. Like you really gotta pay attention to your surroundings because most of the times you'll probably be surrounded and you really gotta make sure you can counter dudes. But it's very slow. So like it's it's weird. You gotta see it in action. I, I I would like to see more battles because they only showed us one before they went straight to the stealth. But it looked good. It looked good. It's but it, I don't think it's gonna. It's obviously not gonna be as hard as like Neo or like a Dark Souls game. Oh, that's you good. Know? I don't want but, it. But to it's be gonna that be difficult. that kind of. It's gonna be more Neo that... than Dark Souls because okay. Neo's. You know, you played a little bit of Neo and you saw how like very prepared you had to be when you fought and how. You know, you had to have your stance Well, you had to be strategic about how you're going to go about this map, how you're going to take down these people. It's kind of like Metal Gear Solid in a way. Yeah. So know. that the stealth was really good, dude. The stealth was fucking awesome from what I saw. Okay. The way you hide and like it's it had that Batman type of stealth where if you bring it down okay, to yeah, like yeah. one guy left, he gets scared and run away from you and shit. Like you can build fear. Yeah, my brother mentioned that. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was fucking cool, which is because that because, you know, you're the ghost, you know, so like you got to scare people when they hear of you and shit. So that was cool. Um, Yeah, it looks good. It looks good. It's not mind blowing. It's that very typical high quality Sony um, exclusive, you know, yeah. you know, like God of War, Horizon. You know, I, is this your is this your game of the year? And I, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm, I'm trolling. I, I know, it's I know, not, I, you know, there's only one game. Cyberpunk, you know, cyberpunk all day oh, <laughs> until we play cyberpunk. I mean, this might sneak up like I, it, to me, it looks really good. Like it's going to be a great game. It doesn't look over the top, but when I play it, it probably might, you know, because I, I really want to feel the combat. I do like that if you see somebody and it's just you and him. You can challenge him one on one. You know how samurai used to do where they would sheath their sword and they'll yeah. only whip yeah, yeah. it out once and shit. Like you do that, and there's an option to like put the game black and white so it looks like an old school samurai movie. <laughs> like, so, nice. so I'm thinking about. So it's like it seems like they went in 
with every little detail and and, and and of the game where they can make it feel like it's they went ham on making it they, they went ham on making it authentic. Yeah, yeah. I will I, say I, this. I, I love that when yeah, the yeah. effort is put in to the you know. I will say this, it's not as gory as I thought it was gonna be because since you're a samurai and you're hacking away, like I didn't see for my taste, like what I expected, it's not a knock against the game. I'm just you know, just something that I noticed. You don't really like decapitate and dismember people a lot. I thought that would be more one cool thing though, and again, part of the authenticity, you can nod at the people you've killed, like out of respect. <laughs> like after he wow, flicks really? like after he flicks the blood away from his katana and he puts it back in the thing, he he nods. You can press a button, he'll nod at the at the corpses he's laid behind out of respect, which I thought yeah. was fucking badass. I was like, I'm gonna spend the whole game. I hope there's a trophy for nodding like a thousand times. Cause that's gonna be me the whole fucking time in that game. <laughs> yeah i'm definitely gonna jump into it because it's japan and the summarize uh and uh i remember when i text fucking uh sock about it uh he re- he referenced that one line that we love is the uh the people not like conversation <laughs> yeah the last uh, samurai because he i mean he, he made a good point that it's made by non-japanese experts and whatever and i reference oh you know like the last samurai yeah and he was like yeah so I'm um, sure they they, anything, they did a lot of research though. They had to from the way this game is looking and the respect they're putting yeah. into the culture of it. They definitely Yeah. You know. I mean anything Japan I'm into and that's a great segue into the game that you started playing randomly. A game yeah. <laughs> a franchise that I I like I I like it cuz I remember I bought Yakuza 6. I forgot what it's the subtitle. Oh I you did? Sunga Life? I played it. Yeah, I bought it. You can check my trophy list. I, but I only played it for like two minutes. <laughs> Not even okay. like 10 minutes or so. And the only reason I bought it is because they had New Japan Pro Wrestlers uh, as far as villains. I don't know. They had Tsuya Naito. Uh, oh, my God. Now so, I got to get that so game, So that's too. the only reason I bought it. But then I played it, and I noticed how fucking... It reminded me of Shimnu a little bit. Uh, but it's just yeah. so fucking good how authentic it is with how Japan looks and whatever. So, yeah. So, tell me about that. You started playing Yakuza, Yakuza, whatever the fuck you said. Yakuza playing, Kiwami, which is the remake of part one. Um, I Why like it Kiwami, a lot. not one? What happened? Why are they calling it Kiwami? I, I don't know what Kiwami means, but I'm guessing that's Japanese for like remake or something. Right. I'm assuming. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I like this game a lot, despite all its fucking flaws, of which there are many, which is why I can't wait to play Yakuza 0 or Yakuza Kiwami 2, because from the I, I spoke to people on Reddit about it, and they're saying that this game has the problem that the Crash Insane Trilogy remastered happened, that had, which is the gameplay was updated, but the game design was not updated to accommodate that gameplay, so it's very, very rough. Like, it doesn't go well you know so like the combat is so fucking sloppy in this one but i but i've been assured by people like nah don't worry when you play kiwami 2 and zero you'll see that that combat was built for those games not this one i was like okay 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 it's fine but no I, i like it a lot i have the feeling for this game that i have for like fast and furious movies and the resident evil movies and shit where it's like i know it's not great 
but it's so like cheesy good that like I I love this shit. Like the story is so good. Ooh. Fucking the character. We, we all know that Fast and is Fast and Furious series is not great at oh, all. Oh no, not at all. But, but, it's, but you know, like you get atta- <laughs> but you get attached to the characters, and that's why you keep going to those movies. Which is why I feel like I'm gonna play this whole series because I love the cast. Even though one of the characters I love died, I was like, fuck, man. But, you know, hopefully he comes back. Like, nah, I never died. I faked my death because, you know, whatever. (laughs) Bad writing and shit. But um, it's good, bro. It's it's really good. Um, This is a series that I've always known about. I finished it. I finished it today, actually. Um, I I, I just stopped trying to 100% the game because a lot of the minigames are just too frustrating to play. And I was like... I already struggled on normal mode with some of the bosses and some of the combat scenarios that I was like, I'm not doing this again on legend mode. So I was like, nah, I've I've gotten enough from the side quests and the mini games because if you just play the game straight up following the story, you don't really get a feel for the main character, Kiryu. But if you do the sub stories, yeah. like you really see how like straight, like how he's too good like he's written as like superman like he's just perfect but when you do these sub stories even though he's so perfect you get to like relish and like really live out this awesomeness that he radiates by doing it like i love the whole card game with the sexy insect girls and the fucking pocket car racing even though the pocket car racing is a fucking piece of shit but doing that story is great his rival his eternal rival his name is goro Mm -hmm. majima or whatever the way that dude pops up, like, from be under a car, under a sewer, he jumps off, like, a roof to, like, elbow drop your ass out of nowhere. And, like, he like he just pops out of nowhere just to fight you so you can become a better fighter because he knows you're rusty. And, like, just so much of that shit, dude. It's just like, oh, my God, this game is so great. And I hear that this, the, the side quest later on gets so over the fucking top. And I do want to play Part 6 because I heard Part 6 is, like, overall the best one besides Zero. So, like I said, man, I I played it and then I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, I wish I knew. Actually, there was a feature in it where you can uh, watch videos of, of previous games before you play it. Yeah, because uh, the story I don't that think ass, I, I don't. Th- no, the story that ass is like it's like one continuous story. Like everything, like it's That's building, awesome. like it's building that, and building that, and building as it goes on. As long as it's not Star Wars story, then I don't care. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll definitely, I will get into it maybe sometime this week. And you know, I always say that and then I don't, but I probably will. Cause, uh, again, I was sold on the franchise, but I just moved on because I, I couldn't play it and I will not try to hundred <laughs> percent. I'm still having it. I still haven't even gone back to final fantasy because I'm dreading the, the trigger mean being triggered about it, but I'm glad you played it. And for anyone that wants to play it, isn't, isn't it free on the PlayStation store? No, um, so four, five, four and five. I I did research when you asked me if it was on Game Pass because I wanted to see what the differences were because I knew the same games weren't on PS Now and Game Pass. So Game Pass sure. has, I believe, Kiwami one and two, right? Yeah, I downloaded Kiwami. Yeah, the first one I downloaded. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think Kiwami one and two are on Game Pass, whereas PS Now has the re the remasters of four and five. And okay. then I got Kiwami. And that's all Game Pass has. PS Now, yeah, PS Now has 4 and 5, and Game Pass has 1 and 2. I got Part 1 from PlayStation Plus. Now, I am I already bought Part 2, so I'm going to start it. Mm-hmm. But on, on PlayStation and probably on Xbox, probably everywhere, they have two separate bundles. They have the bundle of 0, 1, and 2. That's what I bought because that bundle 
was was um on sale recently on PS Now. Yeah. So it was like it was like thirty bucks to get one, two, and three. I already had one, but I'm sorry, not one, two, and three. Zero, one, and two. Now zero and two individually cost like. 20 or 30 bucks each so i was like okay yeah. i already have part one but i'm pl- i'm paying for zero and two and i'm getting them for the price of one so let me just buy that and then they have a bundle of four five and six for like 50 or 60 bucks i'm gonna wait for that to drop down to like 40 and then i'll buy that yeah um again i i, I will try to join you in this journey of yours down this rabbit hole of yakuza uh because it's really good um just the way they to build it the, yeah i know. wanted you to play because i wanted you to you having been out there and stuff i wanted you to like give your opinion because like you, we've played um persona 5 which has like not really i haven't really played it but i know what you mean yeah, yeah we're like persona 5 has kind of is like has a influence like you even said it when you went to japan you kind of understood persona 5 more the environment and stuff but that but in persona well, 5 persona 5 was the reason why i wanted to go to one of the reasons why i wanted to go yeah. to japan because of how you when you use the train system is exactly the same way i think you go to shibuya station and persona 5 at the beginning and then reminded me of shibuya station and, and when i went there it was like holy crap like yeah. this is all deja vu yeah when i was playing but it recently that's the thing with, so with persona mm-hmm. it's more like the train system that gets that's really authentic i feel and then yakuza because you don't really drive you don't drive in that game you can take a cab to different spots but it's really about walking the alleyways and you know the back ends of the street so uh, you having done that even at night like i wanted you to be like yo bro like this shit reminded me like i did that's recognized shit here (laughs) i don't know i was walking down streets where i don't think i should (laughs) have um like it was nighttime i just left tokyo dome area yeah tokyo dome city excuse me I just left and I was walking back to grab the train because it was kind of far. I was just being, uh, I didn't want to grab the train that was near the station because then it would have been a longer route. But I walked all the way and I was like back alleys and they were like building apartment buildings. I don't know. If, I don't know if they were projects or whatever, but I was walking by dark back alleys and shit, you know, very weird stuff. So I'm sure that if I see and play this one and you go through these little alleys where you'll find a random fucking porn shop. Yeah. Oh or, my uh, god, dude. <laughs> or you'll you'll find a random fucking like department store where each floor is something different. Like the fourth floor will be all porn. The fifth floor will be like New Japan shit. Literally, what I found over there, like legit stuff where I found like a floor where had a bunch of like figurines and that they're selling, and then the, the third floor is where all the fucking perverts. Right, and I think I have a video of that. I'm like, yo, this is just insane. And I, I should have bought a couple of those Japanese porn where they're not censoring shit. Those are the best. Um, but um, I digress. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, um, anything else you've been playing? Um, I platinum Bioshock. That was great. Um, nice. I feel com- I don't feel complete though. I realized that the collection that came with PS Plus has all the DLC. So unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to start Infinite. Well, I'm not going to play Infinite because I can just start the DLC. But I can play the DLC that shows how Infinite connects to the first game. So I'm probably going to do that one yeah. of these days and just get that connection. Because I really don't like Bioshock Infinite. A lot of people love Infinite. I'm like... Which one in this series bombed? I know one of those Bioshock games. and I think it was Infinite. The one that's in the sky or some shit like that. I think uh-huh. Infinite bombed in the sense that it didn't sell as much as the first two. But it was a critical darling. Like a lot, like it got a lot of good okay. reviews. Okay. 
but it tore it, it it was a divisive game like i wasn't mad at the environment of infamous i'm, I'm not sorry not infinite i'm sorry i wasn't mad at the environment i loved that i think it was called columbus or whatever that shit was dope being in the sky like a city like i wasn't i didn't want to go back to rapture i was like bro we did this shit twice already like i'm good going somewhere else that's fine i like the villains i like the characters i just hated that it was a story about like fucking multi-dimensions and parallel dimensions and like oh, and like the and like the person you were like like they really went so hard not to connect with the original mm -hmm. bioshock like they really did and like like you were in a parallel dimension and this and that there were no big daddies and i was like that's fine if there's no big daddies that that's all part of rapture leave rapture where it is because comstock isn't the guy who built rapture that's someone else who built rapture so you know it's fine i'm good with that but all this parallel dimension and warping through this shit like i didn't like that and then the ending was that you were the bad guy the whole time but you're from a different dimension so in this dimension you're not bad and blah 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 like i hated that <laughs> but i do want to play the the dlc that connects that game with the the original because i heard that it's a really good story how it connects so i'm gonna try that out for sure okay definitely yeah. um yeah i don't i'm uh, besides besides playing monopoly and fucking call of duty i have not played anything else uh and like i will try to play yakuza or I don't know something. I'm just I I just dread starting a game from the beginning. It's so annoying. It's a slow uh, start. It's a very slow start, Yakuza. But once you're like free and you're able to do whatever the fuck you want, oh boy, <laughs> your OCD is yeah. gonna get so triggered, bro. Because it's gonna be. Pe oh. God. What I love about that game is that you don't have to look for side quests. They look for you. Like you're walking down the block and then someone stops. Like yo, bro, I just got jumped by like some. Dudes. I need your help. Can you help oh, me out? Or like some God. sexy girl is like, hey, this pervert, he just grabbed my ass and boom, a whole side quest starts right there. It's fucking awesome mm. yeah yeah i hate uh you know i'm gonna stop and i'm like yeah but uh i I'm hope you are bro like i hope you are story. right now <laughs> no i am I, like i said it's already downloaded i do have to buy a new yeah. xbox controller because my rb button is all fucking wrecked uh so that's that um any other games you want to talk about any other gaming news before we move on here no that's it i mean now it's just a waiting yeah. game for for whatever happens you know I can't wait for right I can't wait for these um for June when these fucking summer gaming and uh, E3 replacements start happening. Yeah, I need that, and we'll definitely be recording whenever there's like a a show. Uh, we definitely will will record something and then we'll put it out so that we can give our immediate response to to whatever is announced, and uh, you know so that I can gloat about how good Xbox did. Um, I wish they did. <laughs> Uh, but I rumor is that June fourth, play uh, Sony's gonna. I think they already said they were gonna announce or show the PS five. Is that true? Some Twitter rumor there. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'll wait. I and they get a pre order. Like I can't. I'm like thirsty for the pre order. Like, I just wanna like snag, uh, just get one already for each system. So here's my uh, thing. Um, I'll pre order the PS five. Be mm -hmm. if they have a smart delivery system <laughs> no because it's like it's I'm like because it, it, you know they're not gonna have one motherfucker you yeah yeah but not. but i haven't talked bad about smart delivery i think that's a fucking great thing but my thing is like mm, did you i don't recall but i'm gonna let you slide nah, bro, for i now. never i never said that was bad I, I, that that's fucking genius you know like fucking if you buy it's very a, consumer friendly honestly but again 
third this is gonna be heavy and i'm using heavy because i've been watching fucking back to the the future future. uh yeah we'll get into it in a minute but smart delivery has the potential to garner or gain some exclusive shit to certain third-party games which I hope that's what it leads to. Anyways, what I, yeah, are you like say? Microsoft can incentivize, like, hey, listen, we'll give you, like, they can be like, hey, listen, we'll give you some extra profit off the game. Like, instead of splitting it 60 40 or like a 70 30, we'll do 80 20 if you make it smart delivery. And then it's like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hey, Sony can definitely come out with it because they can be like, ah, oh, fuck, these sons of bitches. They, they thought about that consumer friendly fucking feature. Let's do something. Yeah, they can definitely do it. And I think it's like, it makes fucking sense. Why the hell am I yeah, buying but I don't know. one game twice? I mean, they suck with software. I think that's a software thing that mm-hmm. if they weren't already planning to do it now, it will have to be sure. patched in like later. Gotcha. You know, like. Uh, yeah, later down in the system where you they always patch shit in, you know, like a year or two out, they release an, a newer model oh, of the console. Speaking of that, we didn't like mention that. it, but we, we saw next-gen Unreal Engine this weekend also running on PS5. Yeah, that video where, where I hid when I saw that. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, where, where really Tim Sweeney, was it Tim Sweeney? Yeah, he's from Epic Games. He came out with his fucking high hyperbole bullshit like, oh, what we can do on PS5 is better than high-end PCs, and I'm like, first the fuck off, I don't want to. Yeah, he- I, I don't want to hear that shit when your game was running on fucking 30 frames per second. All right, don't tell me that the <laughs> PS5 can handle high-end shit when we got fucking Assassin's Creed coming out saying, oh, it's gonna run at 30 frames per second. Like, excuse me, what? You have SSDs. Yeah. You have these custom SSDs. You're talking all this bullshit about how fucking fast you can load a game, but you can't fucking run yeah. this shit at 60 frames per second. I don't want to hear nothing from anyone whose game is not running at 60 frames at a stable frame rate. All right, don't give me this shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I, but, I just had to rent right there. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, uh. I would just I, I just remember because I was like again for those that don't really listen or this is the first time listening, Quavers and I are heavily in in a battle, a big battle between Xbox and PlayStation. Uh, I'm an Xbox supporter because I don't like people shitting on it for no reason, <laughs> even though they deserve it. Even though they deserve it, they have no fucking games. Um, but yeah, I I they just realized that. Xbox will have the feature of a memory card. So that was a little thing. I'm like, oh, fuck. I forgot about that little fucking, that little feature about the Xbox and how much that's going to cost because it's, it's built by C, what is C something? I forgot. It, 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 it's Seagate, Seagate. Yeah, but their, their memory card has to be proprietary, which is good and bad. Bad because until they say the price, until they say the price, the we don't I'm know. That, that's scared. the thing. Proprietary usually I'm means scared, much bro. more expensive and whatever yeah. but if they came up with a good price then not only is that a that, that's a great a thing. good price fucking 80 dollars i think is something where i'm gonna be like yeah well my bow is gonna hurt but i'm gonna i'm gonna pay for it eventually if you think they're gonna release a one terabyte ssd memory card for 80 dollars <laughs> that's proprietary you're fucking crazy bro that's gonna be like two something listen here minimum. boy listen here this minimum, is gonna bro. happen minimum that's a lot of fucking money bro that's a lot of think money. about it because the council's the council's already going to be like six hundred dollars there's no way it's under six hundred dollars five hundred five hundred five hundred no no they bro. they can the have sony ps5 is going to be 549 i put money on that oh <laughs> i agree Xbox is going to be 600 I, I agree no i don't think that's going to be more expensive because they'll in order to win like microsoft is determined to win they are going to undercut sony as much as they can you know like because at the end of the day 
before this current generation, not the upcoming one, the one you know, the PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah. Before this generation, consoles were sold at a loss. What made what was good for Microsoft and Sony was when they released these consoles, very quickly they were able to turn a profit, like within like a year. You know, I think yeah, yeah. I think the PS4 was sold was breaking even immediately and shit. So like that that's what was good about it. But these consoles, I think both companies are realizing we gotta sell at a loss. And thanks to um, PS Now, PS Plus, Xbox Gold, Xbox Game Pass, they can offset that loss because they have these subscription services and software selling. So, you know, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I don't think anything is going to be at 600 un- unless we get like a pro version immediately, which is the rumor with Microsoft, which is they have a pro version of the Xbox Series X hidden that we might see. Yeah. Check your phone real quick, sir. Uh, send you something regarding uh, the game. Um, anyways, uh, it's going to be interesting when that does come out. Um, let's talk about uh, any other games you play that you want to talk about? No, nah, nothing. No, you, you're good. So, yeah, uh, let's talk about some movies that we've been watching. So, why don't you start off with whatever movie you've been talking, and you better go in depth about it. Uh, what have you watched anyway? Oh, so I was watching One Cut of the Dead. You saw your phone? Yeah, I saw it. Oh, I was watching One Cut of the Dead, which, like, that game is so... I mean, that game, I'm sorry, that movie, it's really good in the sense that it's a movie where it starts off very, very shitty, but as it progresses, it's it, everything gets explained in the sense that, why is this so shitty? Oh, it makes sense. And as the movie keeps going and going and going, everything starts getting... Everything just starts making sense. It's an Asian movie. It's about zombies. And I know zombies are tired out. But when you hear Asians and zombies, you think Train to Busan. And you're like, oh, fuck, I got to give this shit a chance then. Because Train to Busan was fucking amazing. And then this doesn't have nothing to do with zombies. But you got other Asian movies like Snowpiercer and recently Parasite, which just won Oscars and shit. So you have to take this into account that... If something is coming out of Japan or Korea and it's getting a lot of love and plug or whatever, then you have to at least give it a shot. And One Cut of the Dead is really short. I won't say... I can say what the basic premise is, but just that because giving else, giving anything else away fucking ruins the movie, ruins the plot twist that comes in like 40 minutes into the movie, which is really fucking cool. It's a really good plot twist. But basically, it's about this guy who, <clears throat> excuse me, this the, the this film crew, they're making a really low-budget student zombie movie, and the director, he's like a fucking asshole. He's like yelling and screaming at them and shit, because they're not giving the performances he wants, and so... He takes this fake blood, he takes his blood and he scatters it all over the roof of the building. And he does it because that building is haunted and he wants, he wants basically the zombies to, he summons zombies to attack them for real. And as the zombies are attacking them, he's recording it and like it's a fucking movie. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's the fear I want. That's what I want to fucking see. But then 40 minutes into the movie, you get this crazy fucking plot twist and the movie just fucking shifts tone it doesn't really shift tones because it's a horror comedy from start to finish but like it gets fucking zany and even fucking funnier once 
the plot twist happens. Like the plot twist happens and you're like, oh shit, this is crazy. And then it drags a little bit during the middle. But the last act of that movie, just watching it all fucking play out and all the setup in the beginning and the middle start to pay off and pay off and pay off. It's really fucking good. Fantastic movie. Mm -hmm. I do recommend it. Right on. What what other what what other shit have you been watching? Uh, movie wise, nothing really. We did talk about Extraction. Yeah, we talked about Extraction. Um, I did watch the show. Oh, I want. Um, well, I want to talk about shows after movies. You've watched Back to the Future, so I am down. Yeah, so uh, to talk about that shit too. <laughs> we start talking about right, shows. So this is not the first time I've watched Back to the Future. I watched Back Back to the Future back in 2015. I remember I was still in Changjae, uh, and I was like bored doing one of my assignments. I'm like, ah, fuck it, let me just put this on. I had at the time popcorn time, uh, popcorn popcorn movies or time, whatever it's called. It was an app on my MacBook, which uh, gave me access to a bunch of free movies and uh, TV series. So that's how I watched a lot of uh, up. That's why I watched like The Walking Dead when I was onto that, and you know Breaking Bad, shit like that. Um, so let's see. So I watched Back to the Future, and that movie is so good at setting up fucking what what's gonna happen throughout the movie. Yeah, like like leaving little hints. So like they emphasize the go- the 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 mayor who's running for mayor. Um, what else? Fucking oh yeah, the clock tower. Yeah, because like there will never be a black mayor, and he's like, "Oh, you watch, I'm gonna be the first black mayor." Yeah, and he tells him, yeah, I, I think he tells him like, "Yeah, you be the, the the black mayor." But that movie for its time, 1985, was way ahead of his time, bro. Like that movie is just fucking fire, you know? Like it's funny. Number one, number one is fucking funny. The the doc does a great job of being this quirky, fucking uh, maldito loco, you know. Uh, but I don't know. It's just, it just, it's really good. Uh, I do like when they go back to, uh, do, yeah, they go to the past for 1955. They go to 1955, and then um, his mom wants to pipe. She's like the biggest <laughs> dot. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. Um, his dad, what the, he was in fucking Charlie's Angels, right? He was he's, the villain. He's creepy thin man. Yeah. Yeah. He. His dad would, uh, always does a great job playing this quirky weirdo, uh, but um, I don't know. What, what's your fascination with the movie? I love all three of them. I love the first one the okay. most. I liked part two more as a kid growing up because part two, they went to the future. And so I, like that style, you know, what, what they showed in the future, the hoverboards and shit. I like that. But as a, but you know, of course, I'm going to like that as a kid. But as I got older, I'm like, nah, part one is way better than part two. And then it took me a while, but I do have a soft spot for part three. I think part three is a re- was a really good way to wrap up the franchise. This director who directed this movie, Robert Zemeckis, I don't know if you like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but he did that movie too. Uh, I watched it on once a kid, yeah. He did Castaway, The Polar Express. He did the movie with Denzel Washington Flight. Like, this is a really good director who, was, who just took this movie. You know, I think Spielberg helped him produce it or whatever, and just... He just fucking knocked it out of the park. It's so wholesome. It's so sweet. And it's one of those movies like if if you're flipping channels, no matter where you catch it, you're going to sit and watch the rest of it because it's just that fucking good. Yeah. And I remember being such a stupid kid. Like I, like, I don't know how fucking old I was when I first saw this as a kid. But the whole time I'm like, yo, bro, kiss the mom. And I'm and I'm not even realizing like, bro, oh my bro, God. that's his fucking mom. What do you mean? Kiss the mom, you fucking idiot. You sick bastard. <laughs> 
It's like incest to <laughs> yeah, the fucking But I'm not extreme, realizing that because I'm like five, six years old and I'm like, why don't you want to kiss her? And it's like, dude, that's your fucking mom. I was laughing because she was calling him Calvin Klein because of his underwear. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I never seen purple underwear before. <laughs> First of all, why is he wearing purple underwear? Because it's the I 80s. I was dying about that. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, I would say this though, that when they did the whole futuristic 2015 bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I think the... They just showed a little bit because in my eyes, I don't think they wanted to like, um, they didn't have an idea what 2015 was going to be like. So they just showed you a little glimpse of what the future is for like the first 40 minutes of the movie. And then they just go back to the, to the past and then you, you never go back to the future. And they just show like the main, the main thing you take away from the future is the sneakers. The sneakers is badass. And the hoverboards. Uh, and the hoverboard, and that's it. That's the only thing that we got, and we sort of don't have a hover. Do we have a hover? No, we don't. We have that um, that bullshit that got abandoned here. That but it has wheels on it, does it not? Oh, the the those 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 single scooters or whatever. The, those those were called yes, hoverboards yes. or whatever, but those have wheels. They don't right, count. Right. So that came around the same time, if you remember. Yeah, like, that was around that was around. Like, <laughs> Which is crazy if you think about it. Um, if you add things up, and my my favorite part of it is this is the the sports aspect of it is where they almost almost predicted the Cubs winning the fucking championship. They were a year off, but yeah. how accurate, how crazy accurate that would have been if they won it in 2015. They were in position, but the fucking Mets had other ideas, and the Kansas City Royals beat them uh, in, the, in the World Series. But the year later, 2016, the Cubs did win the championship. So that was fucking insane. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just That movie is ahead of its time. That's all I can say about it. I wish there was a part four, but you said they ended it perfectly, right? The yeah. Docs stayed back in the West, right? Yeah, they, they've wanted to bring it up, um, but... Marty doesn't really act anymore because he came down with like severe Parkinson's disease or whatever. Um, Doc is just, it's hard to get the, 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 the actor, Christopher Lloyd. Like he's, he's, he's like, let's say he's cuckoo now. Like how Jack Nicholson was forced to retire because he can't keep it together. That's what's going on with Christopher. Oh, Jack Nicholson retired because, because of what? Well, Jack Nicholson was forced to retire because he can't even like memorize the script no more. (laughs) Like, like, yeah, he's just, you know, gone in the head or whatever. Um, But, yeah, Doc Brown. I remember they did, like, a reunion for Jimmy Kimmel in Brooklyn, and it was so awkward and stuff, because it's like, damn, nah, they can't make another one. It's it's over. But, yeah, no, I love those movies. My question for you, Mm -hmm. why is it that they changed the girl... I know the, the the dad. He was never. He left the front the the franchise after the first movie. I'm I know I googled it they a while change, ago. They changed his girlfriend, right? Jennifer was a different actress. Yeah, they changed the girlfriend. I think I think she's the girl, the woman from uh, what is it? Bad Boys? Not Bad Boys. Um, uh, the guys, the boys. What's the fucking show on Amazon that is like the boys? Pretty bad at. Yeah, I think she's the the chick that uh, Highlander kills. I think oh that's wow, her. no, I didn't look her up, but yeah, I, I, you know what's funny? I didn't even notice that, um, fuck, what the hell is his name? I was, I, and, and I just was binging Friday the 13th, he's in Friday the 13th part four, Crispin Glover. I did not know that Crispin Glover was not back in part two. I was fucking like, what? <laughs> I was like, that's not him? Who oh, is that? What, who did he play? Crispin Glover is the father of Marty, George McFly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I was going to say he, that, that the dad... He didn't yeah. get along well. He, like, Crispin Glover is a great actor. He, he's, you know, 
he does his roles perfectly. Like they always want him to be like this kind of lovable weirdo, and he always nails yeah. it. But I, you hear stories all the time. If you watch, like, if you listen to commentaries or you just read IMDb trivia and stuff, he's always a pain in the ass to work with because he always has his own take on the scene. He never does a scene the way the director tells him to do a scene. He he's always like questioning. Yeah, he's like it has to be. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, no, I don't think my character would do that. Why would my character be like this? He wasn't even happy with how George McFly turned into like this badass, confident flirt at the end of part one. Like he he oh, he no. like he, he, he there was like a big argument between him and you know the writers and the directors. Like I don't think George McFly would have turned into this just because he punched the dude once. You know what I mean? But. Yeah, so I'm not surprised. I mean, he was just lacking confidence. He did try to bag her, so it kind of makes sense for him to turn into a confident uh, flirt. Yeah, but he's like know. that. So he he was always this weirdo and all that, but I'm sure he's a great person. Just like once he's in the zone and he's acting, he's fucking insupportable, bro. Like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm going I'm to watch three. I know, I don't know. I think three was my least, the least of my favorites. I think uh, one, like you said, is is up there. Uh, but oh, yeah. yeah, I don't think, think they, I don't think they wanted to make yeah. sequels, which is why the quality dipped because I don't think they meant to. Okay, you know. So I think they, I think they filmed it at the same time because one came on eighty nine, the other one ninety, and then in the, it, when two ends, they preview three. Yeah. So I think it was one of those deals like we're getting now with Avatar, where they're filming a bunch of them together. Uh, yeah, and it took a later. while, and it took a while because part two didn't come out immediately. It came out a few years later, and so yeah, I once, it, once it started first, production, the first one came out nineteen eighty five. Yeah, and part two was like eighty nine. Yeah, so they, it took a while to get that going. Nine ninety. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good franchise, man. Good franchise. Uh, what else I've been watching? I did try to get to get back into some anime. I feel like I don't really give any justice or put any time into watching anime. So I start, I picked up Demon Slayer again. Uh, and I can see where people were like, yo, this is getting fired. Because they started introducing, uh, you know, the, the other characters other that are going to be with Tanjiro, right? Yeah. So they introduced the dude with the boar, I mean, with the boar head or whatever. Uh, and they introduced the, the, the guy is like a coward, but he's actually pretty strong. Yeah, that, that um, anime gets really good once... Everyone starts coming in. Yeah, and so it's, I can see where that is gonna like get fired. I just don't. I just don't want to sit down and, and, and like give it any time. Like, but I, I, I did get watch two episode when I was eating. So I'm definitely gonna get back to Demon Slayer. Any other anime you recommend? For me I to watch? haven't. And I do watched... see where my brother said that how um, Demon Slayer is like Bleach because they do have these thirteen vamp, uh, thir- thirteen demons that are like pretty high ranked or whatever. Um. Yeah, Are you excited right. for Bleach to come back and finish off the story? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bleach was like the last anime series that I binge watched, lost sleep over, and didn't go to school because I was just watching fucking anime. I, no other fucking series did that for me that I can remember besides Dragon Ball. But Yeah, dude. That's like how much, That's how Bleach means to me, whatever. I started re-watching Bleach from... I watched the first episode... No, I watched the first three episodes. Then I skipped to when Renji shows up, and I watched and like I'm up to when Ichigo fights um Kenpachi for the first the first time, and I'm like, yo, I forgot how fucking great Bleach was up until Aizen was like, all right, I'm out to Puerto Mundo, bye guys, and I'm like, 
fuck, this shit used to be so good. <laughs> I was like, damn. But I feel like El Camundo was really good. The only part where I I fall off, and I, oh, I don't like this shit again, is when they introduced that was the the when they had the other dudes that like they tried to get him his powers back. Oh, okay. After after Eisen's arc, when they, when they fought the Fullbringers. Oh, this shit was. Oh god, that shit was disgusting. I'm like, nah. And like, it that, sucks that that's where it ends because the next arc is fucking like, like finally the Queen Cheese have their moment. Like it's like, oh thank shit, you. this is what I. Yeah. It's dope. No, but um, I haven't. Like I said, I just started rewatching Bleach just to watch the Soul Society arc. Just some of it. I don't even think I'm gonna go through the whole thing. Um, before that, I was watching My Hero Academia. Season 5 just ended. No, was it season 4? Season 4 just ended. Season 5 is about to start. How many episodes per season? About 20-something episodes per season. I need to get into that, man. Like, My I, Hero. I know I watch a couple of, I, I watch a couple of those episodes. I, is that the one with Almighty? Or, or All Might, yeah. All Might, though. Yo, he's fucking hilarious. Uh, I did get into it, and I watched like seven episodes. So I do like it. It just that I just won't give it any time. You bro. would but like it because growing up, you did like the X Men, and I feel like this is X Men Japanese, like Japanese X Men, because they're oh, all mutants. I mean, they have the they, they're not they're not called mutants, but they all have like their version of the X gene that develops in you and whatever, and it gives you superpowers. And they're in high school, yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. trying to cope with their powers and shit. So it's like, bro. This is literally X Men anime. Like this is fucking dope. <laughs> like, and nah, I I just need to. I'm not gonna watch it just yet until I'm done with Demon Slayer. Yeah. But I'm gonna get into my hair because I feel like I should uh, put a little bit more time into anime because I do like anime. Just that I just don't. I'm not obsessed with it like certain people are. Yeah. Um, like my son is obsessed with it. He'd be watching the, like these new bullshit there. I'm like whatever. Yeah, I was recommended <laughs> like um, High Score Girl. That's on Netflix. People told okay. me to watch High Score Girl, and I was like, I'll give it a chance when, like, when I get to it. I haven't even been reading manga, and I feel like I either Attack on Titan ended or it's about to end. I don't know. Like, we're either no. one or two chapters away from it. I'm like three chapters behind Dragon Ball and shit. Like, I need to, I need to get back on. Yeah, any word manga. on that coming back, or just is going to be strictly manga? I don't know. I mean, we. I, I feel as though. I didn't. I, I, I didn't realize he's gonna go in with the manga. I didn't realize how fucking close the anime was to the manga, because when I finished the anime, I was like, "Oh shit!" Let, I, I, let me read the manga, and the manga is literally like just like two episodes ahead. <laughs> like, like I thought it was behind. Like, like, like now, like now it's way ahead because you know the anime ended and shit, but. The very next arc is still going. the The next arc hasn't ended, so I was like, nice. so I was like, yo, how much fucking filler did fucking Dragon Ball Super have? And it's like barely any. And it's like, oh shit. <laughs> I was so like, I think that's why they stopped it, so they can flesh flesh out the story instead of like, oh, let's do this chapter and let's let's fucking do the 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 anime. Yeah, no, because so, I want to see... I hope see... it does come back. I think it will. Oh, I, I hope so, too. I, I do want to see the next villain. The next villain is cool. Mero. He, mm. He's he's a cool villain. I like him. I, I, I want to see that happen. There's just so much money in it. Like, I think Dragon Ball is just a cash cow uh, of a fucking series. It's like the number one series, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, especially in the West, you know? Like, we're, like I mean, well, I think... I think... Here's what I would say. To us, it's like the number one because that's what we grew up with. But since it kicked open the door for anime and got so many people into it, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, we probably don't see it because 
I know I watched it. I know you did it, but I do feel that Naruto is probably bigger because, you Fuck know, I, I I mean, well, you're you're around your kids and they love Dragon Ball, and but the kids, but the kids I've been around, like they run like Naruto. They they do the Naruto ninja run and they all have like the fucking headbands and shit. And I'm like, bro, like. What the fuck? <laughs> like, I love Naruto, well, too. Well, I think it's that generation of people grew up with Naruto. Now they're, like, a little bit older or whatever. Yeah, yeah, of course. But I do see that Naruto run is, is in a lot of other mangas. Yeah, remember, or... remember like, Storm Area 51, that whole thing that was happening? And then they were saying, we're going to Naruto yeah, yeah, yeah. run in there and shit. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, the fuck? The, uh, the fucking military had to, the, to, to literally give a fucking report on what the fuck is a Naruto run. Yo, that shit was funny. But, yeah, no, I do, I do feel that because... Because Dragon Ball brought in so many people, it allowed Naruto to become like the bigger hit or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's how I see it. But yeah, Dragon Ball is a cash cow no matter what because nostalgia sells, man. Nostalgia will forever sell. Right on. I think is uh speaking of nostalgia is another great like, segue into uh so we can talk about the last dance, uh, which is the Chicago Bulls uh six ring championship run from 1991 to 98 and it literally Sports I talk. was fucking yo bro I was so fucking into that documentary me too uh, uh, just literally things that I didn't know about Jordan you know I knew Jordan because I sort of caught the end of his you know his run I do remember seeing that last game when he beat the Jazz I was like in a neighbor's house when I used to live in Sherman I was playing X-Men vs. Street Fighter. I remember this shit vividly. He had the, the toothpick holding it up because it was it was rigged, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. He had the toothpick between the, the disc tray so it can stay open. Yeah. I don't know if you ever seen Oh, that. yeah, because I it was, was a Japanese copy, so you had to... Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I thought, I thought it was pretty dope. And then I remember him turning it off, and we caught the end of that game. And I'm like, wow, it's over. Like, I I thought I was like, yo, this is done. That's, that's it. It's done. I was like fucking eight or seven. Oh, fuck. Uh, but I knew ever since then that even I, even though I saw Kobe and I grew up with Kobe and Kobe was my guy. I love Kobe. Uh, of course. Yeah. Um, I already knew Michael Jordan is was is the best basketball player ever, uh, in my opinion. Humble opinion. I know you're a LeBron fan, but you can go F yourself. Um, hold on. What did you think about the com- the, the series? Because I, I, I the one thing I take away from it is that I didn't know he was so good, even at, at an early age, especially during um, yeah um, his college. Like I didn't know he had the game winning shot for his fucking uh, what is it North Carolina? Is it North Carolina? Yeah, for them to fucking win the championship. To be completely like, honest insane. with you, bro, I feel like this documentary, in my opinion, tainted his greatness. Cause what I noticed was this. Jordan never beat Magic or Bird at their prime. Magic had to get HIV, Bird had to retire, and the Pistons had to get completely injured for him to overcome that hump. I don't, so, don't, don't want to hear that garbage. Nah, it's true. And no. it's like so and, the, and then in the nineties, yeah, the the East in the in the eighties and the and the early nineties until you know the, the late nineties, early two thousands when the Lakers rose, the Spurs got Duncan, the the Marys got Dirk, you know, and whatever. The the East was you know, the, the conference, that was the, the hard conference. You know, you had Patrick, you had Charles Barkley before he got traded to the Suns, you know, you had shit. But like Jordan never beat the Sixers. In the 80s, the Celtics. First of all, the Sixers' run was like in the early 80s, and he wasn't even in the fucking league yet. So, uh, and then 
he did lose to the Detroit Pistons three times. Yeah. Especially that last. And, and he, I think that series in 1990, he should have never lost if it wasn't for Pippen getting a fucking migraine. Uh, hold on. Uh, that was the one they lost. On they that, lost that one in seven, and they came back and swept them the year after when when they were done. He beat everybody when they, they were done. <laughs> like they were not done. They were just they could have still made it to the championship. They were not done. They were not injured. They just spanked the shit out of them. It took them years to beat them. Yeah, like three C three series. Yeah, but, yeah they but, didn't but fa- after they but, faced Magic, I had to huh. But after after that season, right when he finally vanquished the Pistons, the Pistons were done. Yeah, they lost to the night in, in the next season, which is nineteen ninety two. They lost to the Knicks in like the first round, and the Knicks just became became the be- the, the 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 physical scary team. Yeah, uh, but it's like he but he kept getting swept. Fucking, he kept getting swept by Bird, bro. Bird was like he never beat Bird bro, in the playoffs. He was the only player on that team. What do you expect? And he still dropped sixty three points on them. And Bird and still swept his ass, bro. Like. But like, so what? But, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. The reason I, the reason I bring this up, right, is because in the '90s, even in the '90s, mm-hmm. anyone from the East who made it to the finals got their asses whooped by the West. You know, like because Houston dominated those two years that Jordan wasn't there, oh, and yeah, if yeah. and if New York would have went up against like Utah or something, you know, or or the Pacers would have went up against Utah, Utah would have spanked them and shit. And I feel as though the competition he had in the '90s was not up there with the competition he had in the '80s. And so, t- oh no, I don't. I don't want to say that you're not right, but the, at the end of the day, uh, the the most, the most difficult team he faced was the 1998 Pacers, where they almost beat them to go to the finals. But you still had crazy series against a, a Cleveland team from the, in, in the first run. They had a really good team, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, and he beat them. And not only that, he hit that shot in, in 1989 to beat them the first time. And then they faced them again in the Eastern Conference uh, Finals in 1992. Yeah. And they, you know, they beat them in six games. And then they went up. They had a, I think it was seven-game series against the Knicks. Or a six-game series against the Knicks in the, the, uh, 1993. Which was very physical fucking series. And he even says it. Yeah, they and were it was beating like, the shit out of it. Those, those Jordan Nick, rules shit, man. Jesus Christ. Yo, this again. I thank you for bringing that up because I was not even thinking about that. Yo, the type of play that was in the eighties, none of these fucking players now would survive in that fucking type of play style. Oh no, not, because not, you not, were not, getting, not big baby Kevin Durant. He wouldn't. He he'd be crying to his mom every day. And your boy LeBron was a whiner. Who has no no no? Now LeBron I'm takes not a hits LeBron though, hater. bro. He's built to take hits though. Like, <laughs> all right, no, no, he is. I'll give you that. He's. He's the most dominant player that can just drive and just dunk on your fucking head. Like I, like yo, I get hype when he does that sometimes, and I, I just hate his fan base because there's a bunch of morons that are just very biased about everything, and then be like, like you just say, oh, but this guy lost to the freaking uh, the Magic's in their, they, like he didn't beat him in their prime and blah blah blah. I'm like, doesn't matter. No, no, but I'm not saying bro- LeBron is better. I'm not saying LeBron is better than Jordan. No, no, no I'm not saying you are. I'm not saying you are. <laughs> I'm talking about the fan base. Oh, yeah. A lot of people are saying... I know you're, I know you're part day, of the fan base. At the end of the yeah. day, at the end of the day, right? I know that he had to go against the Warriors and whatever, the, the OD super-powered Warriors, but LeBron been to the finals nine times and only won three. Oh, yeah. So, automatically... No, no, all, listen, but that's a record, though. Like, to go to those consecutive finals, I, I respect that. I, I give him props I, for that. That's fine. Kobe went to the finals how many times? Like, seven? And he won five? Right, but it wasn't consecutively though. No, 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 not, not consecutive. But Kobe went to what seven total finals, right? Because he lost. They did. They did the yeah, first three P, right? They did the first three P. Yeah. 
right? Yeah, he lost. He lost to the Detroit Pistons. Then they lost to Detroit in '04. Right? Then he went. Then he went two more times, where he. Well, no, no, he, three he more, went three, three more times. He went three more times because he lost to the he lost yeah. to the Celtics. Beat the, beat the Magic, then then beat the Celtics. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So Kobe's gone seven times, and he's won five. Fucking Tim Duncan's gone what six and won five? No. Tim Duncan's yeah. Tim Duncan did six finals appearances. He won five and won five. Won six times. Yeah, so it's like I understand that, especially the first time, well, the 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 two times he went to face KD and he got swept because he didn't have Kyrie or whatever. Like, (laughs) like I get it, bro. Like I get it. Like it's you and Jr. Smith and a bunch of scrubs (laughs) versus KD, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. Like, bruh. No, no, no. <laughs> like, that they didn't have KD. Yet. It was just Curry, Clay, and uh, no, 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 no. I, um, no, no, no. I'm talking about the first time he went with, with, with when KD was there. Oh, sure, that, sure, you sure. know, because those two times with KD, I think he got swept. No, I don't remember him getting the, the swept. last time he got swept for sure. When he when he when he, when he dropped fifty in the first game and and Jr. Smith was yeah, looking yeah. for Kyrie Irving who didn't play for that team no more and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I remember. Remember right. that? I forgot. And I forgot that Curry spaz, was not on like as well. LeBron spaz and shit, yeah. And oh, but fuck LeBron. We're not talking about LeBron. We're talking yeah, about, we're talking about the talking, greatest. Yeah, we're talking about the, talking about Jordan. He's still the goat. I, I was just, he's still the goat. I just feel like you can make more of an argument now because I do feel that Kobe and LeBron, right? Because they're the two. They're the only two players who can be compared to Jordan because one, KD's a bitch. And you, I don't care how good oh, his scoring God. ability is. I think he's a whiny little bitch and he can't be a leader. Therefore, automatically removing him from the conversation until we see what he does with Brooklyn, you know? So, I have a this lot... This man is a beast. I, Cameron Durant is a fucking he's beast, He's a scoring bro. machine. You know. He's a scoring machine. I understand that, but... And he's, he can play defense. Really good defense. But, so but, just, I'm not saying he's on Kawhi, Kawhi, Len, uh, Kawhi no, Leonard. No, he's not Kawhi uh, Leonard, fucking, but I feel like you don't have to... Like... Just like his, he doesn't have a presence. You know what I mean? Like when LeBron is on the court, there's a presence there. When Kobe's on the court, there's a presence. I don't think KD has that presence, but it feels like it because of his ability to score from wherever, whenever he so fucking pleases, yeah. you know? But like you said, like LeBron barrels down the fucking court and just dunks it on anybody. Jordan, this man, Jordan you know your man is not clutch, bro. He's not going to no, 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 take no, no, the last no, no, shot. No, 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 he's not clutch. He's you not know clutch. he's, he's not. not. He's not clutch. I'm not even going to fucking try. Has he hit clutch shot? Absolutely. But that's not what I mean. When it comes to the, yeah. see the last minute shot, this man's going to pass the ball, bro. No, no, no. Always, always, always. He's going to look for the best shot, if, even if it's not his shot. But, um, and Jordan, the best trash talker of all fucking time, it's bro. Like, yo, oh I know this God, guy bro. I used to work with. This guy is like the big, the biggest LeBron supporter, and it's like ridiculous. He likes to shit on Jordan, and he likes to emphasize on the fact that Jordan never did anything for the community, and and this and this and the third. But I loved how Obama at the end of episode ten was like, "Yo, Yo. if it wasn't for the Chicago Bulls team, the the African American athlete would not be respected as they are now." Yeah, you know, like yeah. this man paved the way. Yeah. So I would never be. I would never. If I wasn't for the documentary, I would never had a thought about that because I never did research on Michael Jordan or anything like that. So that's one thing I took away from it. And I also got to highlight one thing because I feel like I am the same way as Jordan, and that's when it. And I think it comes with the competitiveness and how fucking toxic he gets, and how he just gets so competitive and just talks trash yeah. to the other opponent. I am the same way, bro. Hard, tough, 
love shit where I get fucking completely serious about stuff, and I can, and I, and, and honestly, I'm gonna consider those that disagree. Oh, that you shouldn't be a leader. That you shouldn't be fucking, like, quote unquote, bullying people or whatever. Like, that's how I am. Like, I'm very tough love. You can do that shit to me. I won't do it to you if I know I can't handle it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, And of if course. you can't handle it, it's because you're the fucking soft, in my opinion. So I completely uh, understand where Jordan's coming from with that mentality. Like, you just trash talk. Even if you're my fucking teammate, I'm going to trash talk you because I get motivated. This man created fucking dilemmas in his head just to get motivated to whoop your ass, just to get to that level. And sometimes I'm like that. Let's say with Smash, I'm be, I could be chill, just playing Pahoga, and then the minute you say some stupid shit, I'm gonna get triggered. And then I won't play serious. That's happened countless of times. Yo, it happens every Wait, single I'm time, like, bro. This, it's not yeah, just like, you; just it's all of us. Play. Everyone in that chat gets so fucking mad the moment you dunk on them and just say some shit. Not even that. You can dunk on me. I don't give a fuck about that. It's all good. It's like when you talk trash. Oh, I, you know, I beat you. When you know I'm not using my main character. Oh, really? Okay, cool. And Maybe the best example Zelda. I can use about somebody talking trash when I was just playing to play is like this one time I was playing fucking Alex at our old job. We were playing basketball. I think he beat me like four times. But I wasn't playing serious. And what I mean, what I mean is like I'm not playing. Like I'm just playing to play. Yeah. Whatever. This man is the biggest trash talk in the world. Like. He will take that and act like he just whooped your ass. You like, um, whatever the fuck. He just was talking so much shit because he beat me those four times. And I'm like, you know, I you do know I can beat you, right? Like, I didn't. I just wasn't. I was just playing. I wasn't taking it serious. Yeah. And you know, you you could be like, oh, everybody uses that that uses that excuse. So I was delirious. I was like literally cursing this man out. Like, yo, I will fucking whoop your ass, bro. Play me in basketball one more time. Unfortunately, this bitch got gets injured for a whole year. <laughs> uh, he gets injured for a whole year, so he couldn't play. The minute that yo and I literally held down to hold hold on to that fucking pettiness, where I'm like, I can beat you, bitch ass motherfucker. That I invited him to a year later. He comes over to where I was working, and we had a gym. Basketball was there. I whooped his ass. I think four times. Matthew was there, and I whooped his ass. And he blamed the injury. Him, You're not gonna beat me, huh? He blamed. Did he blame the injury? Nah, he took his L. Okay. No, but yo, I, I, I knew I could beat you. I'm just like, whatever. I was just shooting, didn't care. But I started driving it down on him because I know I can beat you. That's the thing. If I know I can beat you and you start talking shit, forget it. So like, that's where I can relate with Jordan. So that's one of the things I took away from that. Uh, and that, you know, fucking this guy basically made it okay for uh, African uh, uh, American to fucking make shit ton of money. Uh, now, they look at the contracts they fucking make now. Because it basketball became a worldwide phenomenon, basically, it wasn't before. It always been soccer, and I think it's still soccer. It is the 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 sport of the world. Yeah, but he he took he took basketball and made it the number two sport in the world. I mean, look yeah. look at all the doors that it opened. Look at all the guys that were influenced by him that came after. I mean, now you got guys like Doncic saying, "Yeah, LeBron was my inspiration," but like. Who was LeBron's inspiration, That's bro? okay. Like, That's okay, bro. LeBron could be your inspiration. And I think LeBron is, like, the top player in the league. I'm going to stop, like, shit. I'm, I'm not going to be that fan and be like, he's a bump because he's not. He really is good. And that's why I, def- I hate those fans that be like, oh, this Kobe's a bum. He didn't know how to pass, blah, blah, blah. That's the way he played, and he and, and he had to play that way. These niggas are not going to – well, clearly he made, he needed his team. Ron Ortez hit that three. In 2010 finals against the Celtics. Yeah, Lamar Odom, Derek Fisher, like he had his goons. Did he bro. take all the shots? Yes, he took mass shots. 
but that's Kobe. Yeah. He always been that way. Did you always hear that, did you he hear that story that just came out that Jeremy Lin said when they they all got traded? Kobe came to the gym with his injured shoulder and he said, "Oh, I just came to say bye to the bums getting traded tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> yo, and that's and that's yo, that's I can respect that. I can take it, but there's yo. a lot of dudes that can't take that type of fucking. Yo, but but, but, but when you're up there, when you're top three, you know it's Jordan, LeBron, Kobe, whatever. Like it's it's obvious. Like you ain't gonna put nobody else up there. Rounding up the the top five, you're gonna put fucking Magic automatically, and then whoever you you just pick a random person to be your fifth. You can pick Bird, you can pick Julius Irving, Will Russell, you know. But it's automatically. See, the thing is, I I don't consider myself a a basketball historian or anything like that because I didn't watch basketball in the eighties, so I never saw Magic Johnson play. I just know he's like was a beast back in his his day. I know Larry Bird was a fucking beast because of fucking NBA Street and all these other games that I would play, and he was on there. I'm like, yo, this guy's a beast, a tall white guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I'm not trying to be racist before some asshole writes that I'm being racist. I'm just saying, uh, he was a he was a monster down there, Larry Bird. So it's like. I don't. I don't like to get into the conversation. Who's the best player in the NBA? I'm always gonna say Jordan because I watched him play. Yeah. And I. And after this, you know, clearly he is. If you have Magic Johnson and Larry Bird say this guy is the man right now, like come on, man. Yeah, but e- even when beating Jordan, right? Larry Bird even came out and said, "Bro, that's the best fucking player I ever played against." Like, yes. like, like, even, I never even knew when that. He like, yo, him, this motherfucker. Him, everyone was like, "Bro, that guy is a problem." <laughs> like, yo. <laughs> You know, it's, just, it's, it's, it's insane. But like one of the other things that obviously everybody knows is that this guy uh, denied a shit ton of Hall of Famers from getting championships. Oh yeah, we're talking Patrick, Patrick Ewing should have got a championship. Barkley. Absolutely. But his bum ass did a dumb ass layup, so that's that's on him. That's on him for yeah. fucking missing that layup in '94 NBA Finals now, Game let, Seven. Now let me ask you something, because this ha- because you know there, there's been a lot of debates after once this show started airing. Do you think? That Bulls team would have beaten the Lakers when the Lakers started winning chips a couple years later. If 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 they stay Shit, together, man. One thing that I gotta mention is that that Lakers team in two thousand had a bunch of former Chicago Bulls players on that team. We're talking Horace Grant, who already had left the Bulls, for, yeah. uh, so he wasn't with the second in the second round. But they had Horace Grant, who was a backup to Shaquille obviously. They had Ron Harper, who was a starting point guard for the Bull, for the Lakers and the Bulls. So, is he going to be with the Bulls or the Lakers? Who knows? They have Phil Jackson. Who's he going to be with? The Chicago Bulls or what? And they had, um, oh no, they didn't have Rodman. Rodman was another team. And Steve Kerr was with the Spurs. I don't know. I Where don't know. Where did Pippen go? Didn't I, Pippen leave too? Pippen was already, by 2000, he was already with the Blazers. Okay, he yeah, had that he incredible series against the Lakers back in... Uh, 2000. Uh, it was the Western Conference Finals, 2000, and they were about to win, but the Lakers went on like a 12-0 run and won Game Seven at, at the Staples Center. Yeah. Uh, I was rooting for uh the Blazers at the time at the time because I don't know they they it was just a fire team. I remember them having Pippen and whatever. Um, but I don't know. I would. That's a good question because Shaquille knew who's gonna stop Rodman, maybe. Not stop him, but contain him. You contain weren't going to stop him. He was in the yeah. drop. And Kobe, w- Kobe would have been all up in Jordan's grill, bro. Because Kobe... That would like, have been phenomenal. He, the, the, mom- the moment Kobe met Jordan, he was like, you know I'm going to kick your ass, right? <laughs> and then it's like, yo, who is this kid? Chris, straight out of high school, coming up to the fucking GOAT. Like, yo, I'm going to whoop your ass one day. You know that, right? 
Yeah, and then they were talking about him in the fucking locker in the All Star game. He was like, "Yo, that fucking." I was I was laughing the way he said that that little that little Laker boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious for Jordan to just you know um, reference him. Like, but Jordan was uh, hilarious and his little back. Uh, you know when he's in the locker room, they showed a lot of his scenes and talking to his teammates and him bullying Scotty Scott Burrell, shitting on him. He's like, "Yo, bro, after today, I think this is like they were about to win the championship." He's like, yo, after today, if I ever see you, I'm going to whip your ass. <laughs> yeah. Like, yo, that's something I would say to Matthew or some shit. I think I'm going to whoop your ass if I see it. You know, completely clear Matthew's going to kick my ass if it's a one-on-one fight, unless I hit him in skin caps or some shit. But anyway, that's besides the point. Excellent documentary. Rick, I think that, that director is going to win a lot of fucking awards. Uh, yeah. Something that distracted us during quarantine. It was perfectly timed yeah and a lot of young people who are on this lebron and kobe you know like you didn't get to see jordan they really should watch it because at the end of the day y'all grew up with lebron and kobe and y'all love them so much but whose sneakers are you buying there's a reason why and you should really watch this documentary to see why (laughs) like you know i saw somebody said that all of the kicks like lebron kicks kobe's kicks uh whoever is a basketball player has kicks do not together do not combine to how much jordans are sold yeah which is ridiculous. Yeah, no, they don't. So, <laughs> and, it was a great documentary, though. I loved it. Loved every minute of it. Yeah, I think uh, we uh, spoke enough. Put out a good episode for this week. Um, thank you for coming on. You have been very good with this uh, quarantine recording, unlike live recordings where you skip out a lot. Because I work. Thanks I don't work now. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys, and uh, giving us those plays. Plays have been really low. They should be high because of quarantine, motherfuckers. Right on. Listen to us, bitch. Oh, man. All right. Laters.